0: This is Hold Short Zero Two with the Pilot's Lounge. Welcome to the Pilot's Lounge, where it's all things freedom, flight and fitness. Join your hosts, Spencer Payne, Nick Yates, Brett Kroll and Kyle Kilroy, while we bring you aviators of all types from around the world. Hey guys, before we dive into today's episode, we're going to do, we're going to add something. We're going to cover some aviation news stuff from the last week. Big news for Cirrus Aircraft. They received FAA approval, or quote-unquote the FAA nod, for use of Garmin Autoland on its Vision Jet. Now, previously, Autoland was only approved on the Piper M600, as well as the TBM950 from DAR. I can't, I don't know how to pronounce that. What Safeland is, is it allows a passenger to initiate safe land procedures should the pilot become incapacitated. Now what this will do is it will automatically squawk 7700 and integrate through all of its systems, weather, you know, GPS, um airport locations, all sorts of things, and it will actually fly to the nearest suitable landing area. It'll even select the best runway based on wind conditions and it'll safely land the aircraft. Sirius has a great video on this. I watched it just the other day and it's fascinating. In other news, above Los Angeles International Airport, American 1997 reported they just passed a guy in a jetpack at 3,000 feet. Is it Iron Man? Who knows? But the FAA and the FBI have initiated investigations at this time. American Airlines declined to make a comment. And furthermore, this day in aviation, on 3 September 1908, Orville Wright makes his first flight at Fort Myer, Virginia, circling the field one and one half times. During the next two weeks, he conducted a series of 14 long, high, and impressive flights, many of which set new records and are witnessed by government officials. Without further ado, we're going to hop into today's episode. I think there's so much that Brotallian's doing that we don't get to normally talk about on the podcast specifically the blue skies foundation um we made the announcement and it, it got a little bit of traction on the podcast uh but i think that this also allows us to talk about some of those pressing issues in the aviation community that the brotanian blue skies foundation is actually focusing on that we don't necessarily get to talk about I, don't, I think a lot of people don't really know what's going on with that and they don't know Kind of how that started. So, if you guys want to talk about that, because that like I, I still am not really fully read in on that, and I want to know more about it too. So,
1: yeah. So, um, <clears throat> being down at Seventh Group, we lost a couple guys um, in August of last year in Afghanistan, and um, like kind of sitting in the operations cell and watching them work through that process and stuff. One of the first things that they did was reach out to the Green Beret Foundation. Um, and kind of seeing what an impact that that organization has on those people 's lives and stuff, and the fact that it 's like an unwritten like s o p like hey there 's a fucking incident you you're over here like reach out to the Greenberry Foundation, brief them, let them know what 's going on so they can start plugging in and helping um so that was kind of an eye opening thing um, I also have well, you know Brett, you work a lot with the red seven guys for some of our apparel and everything he this is who I got the idea for the t-shirt thing. Um, he made a t-shirt for um, for Lou and donated all the profits um, to his wife. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's really cool. Um, shortly after that, I think it was the twenty-sixth of September was when um, Major Joseph sixty crashed down in Louisiana. Um, and I think I texted Brett and was like, Hey man, I'm thinking about doing a like a memorial t-shirt for him and um, you know, donating all the profits of it to his family um bro over the past year side note like you know we've put a lot more focus into growing and branding um brett's been fucking crushing everything marketing like instagram tiktok and you know, all that kind of stuff it's really helped us grow in the community oh we um, know he's tiktok <laughs> yeah T- tiktok's legit, <laughs> it's I, legit. Hope,
0: I hope that shit gets banned Go um there. but anyways microsoft bought it
1: oh did they
2: i thought microsoft bought it
1: I don't know. Someone will fact check me. I have no yep. idea. I'm not up to date on the the news and the kids these days. Um, anyways, you guys know the story with the the blue skies collection t-shirts and stuff. It ended up being tenfold more successful than um, what we anticipated it was going to be. Um, and nothing like that exists for Army aviation. I have a, my next door neighbor is a uh, Marine Corps Cobra pilot. I've been trying to get him on the podcast. Um, Anyways, he put me in touch with one of his old squadron mates who started the um Wingman Foundation and basically they step in after class A accidents for naval aviators, so Navy and Marine Corps folks and and their and their uh crew um and pro- <clears throat> provide financial support to their families. Um so I had a long phone conversation with their executive director, CEO, whatever you want to call him, and he said that he would help mentor us into um doing it because it doesn't exist for army aviation. There's one for the, for Naval aviation, there's one for the air force. And so one of the other things that we ran into, um, you know, when you're dealing with these shirts and talking to family members and, you know, friends and, um, people in the unit and stuff, people are upset obviously. Um, and we had a few people that questioned, um, our morals and the legitimacy of what we were trying to do. Um, so, you know, by starting this new organization and then actually achieving 501c3 status it brings with it its own you know easy button for putting people at ease um so that was kind of the biggest motivation behind it is making sure that like because we knew we were going to start doing this as soon as it was successful like we're doing this from now on uh, but now it's an actual organization and the mission of the organization is to um you know provide financial aid and support to the Mexican of fallen army air crew. So it's an official, um, organization right now. We, uh, incorporated in June, the website is up. Uh, you can get to it through the Brotallian page, or you can just Google the Brotallian blue skies foundation and check it out. Uh, we have a memorial wall on there for dating back to September of the people that we've, um, supported. So you can click on their picture, read their bio and, you know, it's just a place for them to be memorialized so that, um, their legacies kind of live on. With us yeah. and after us. That's basically it. I mean, we're we're not we're not tax exempt yet. That's a long process that our lawyer is working on right now. But uh, we hope to be, you know, by the end of the by the end of the year, uh, early 2021.
2: Yeah, and the what's what was interesting. It was a big learning curve for all of us trying to figure out the the charitable organization type thing. Um, and one thing that you have are bylaws and you, know, you have to be very specific on how you move and place the donations. So for us and for our, you know, for the Blue Skies Foundation, it's in support of, you know, families that are affected, the direct family members that are affected by, you know, their next to kin that passed away in a class A incident. So it's kind of strict we, we, as, as much as we want to help other things and we, and we will like we did with uh, major Tolis's son and a few other things we will help. However, we cannot, um, you know, utilize the actual foundation for that. So anything we do that does not fall under that, um, those bylaws, it's just through our LLC through Bro talent, Italian. So that is something that we kind of learned. Um, and it's strict for a reason, um, because some people could be malicious in the way that they use their foundation. So um, yeah, that that's just one thing that I'd like to say um, because no matter what happens, we're here to help. It just depends on where the money's coming from, whether it's our foundation or the LLC.
0: Yeah. And I don't think people understand the scope of how much you've actually helped those families with the blue skies foundation. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if, if they followed the posts, I know there's some posts out there that, that put a a figure next to it. But I think it goes way beyond that figure both now and in the future. Um, and yeah, that's, I think that's kind of the whole,
1: you know, it, it's all about helping and supporting the community. That's kind of what Bertine's turned into, right? We have our mentorship and um, the unit apparel is something else that we've started doing. That's to help make it easier on other people while it's also, you know, financially beneficial for us as well. Ultimately, it's about making shit easy for the fucking LT or that gets tasked with that fucking pain in the ass job. So, um,
0: But you know, with that, I think that most people know, especially most, I, I'll not say junior, but most people who've been in for a little bit um, or are in flight school, I should even say, know what Brotallian is. I, I think the scope, especially over the last year and a half, Two years has grown just exponentially. Like, it, and I've seen that both through following the social media and just through the outreach of people who I know found us or found the podcast through Bro Italian's main page. Like, the amount of people that you're reaching, both active duty and just wanting to become a pilot, is it, just absolutely insane.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's important. That's really, I think what really got us to that is how we interact with people. So like through Instagram, through Facebook, through all these forums, no question goes unanswered. You know, every post that you send me, I either post it or story it. And we just try to interact with everyone. Um, And, you know, that's ultimately, you know, the friendship side of things is we're here to showcase the entirety of of our branch and like have a good time doing it. Um and was, you'll see on the the stories like we like to have a good time. Friday Friday nights, I'm typically posting a picture of Spencer <laughs> and his American flag <laughs> banana need, hammock. You need so to like, burn
0: that thing. Please burn it. Uh no.
2: So I think and and the way we do customer service too, like we're always, you know, it's a ref, it's a refund. It's a you know, get your money back because ultimately that's the most important thing is to support, you know, our folks. We've had issues like it's part of the deal. We're all new to this and learning and learning our processes. So uh, we have issues, but we, we do our best to own up and, you know, make you guys happy and make sure everyone's happy and good to go. Uh, and I think, I think that has kind of spread the word on us a little bit. Um, and then just interacting, just staying, you know, interacting with, with everyone in the community and taking the extra time to write a note or put a sticker in, or, you know, you know, stay up late to do an email. It's, it's been, it's been super rewarding and it's, 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 it's awesome. You look back on where we started Spence. I mean, people laughed in our face, you know, back in 2015, rightfully so, cause we're a bunch of lieutenants that didn't know shit. And, you know, now we're, we are a starting to become a bigger face for our community. Um, so it's it's really awesome to see and and ultimately like spencer says everything we do at Brotallion is really to support the foundation um, and, and move that forward because ultimately we'd like to be a, you know, kind of like the Green, Green Beret Foundation, you know, have that big of a, you know, an aviation incident happens and literally someone calls us just like Spencer said, like we're here. That's what we want to do for our lives and our, our lives and legacy is to support the community. So, you know, we're small, we're still small, but you know, ultimately that's our goal. A lot of people ask like, and it's, it's really transformed. Um, and we've been able to see what our true vision and, and what we want in the future here in the last couple months. So it's, it's been really cool.
0: Yeah, well, I are you? think we're in, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, <clears throat> I was just going to agree with Brett and say how, how special it's been. And the last thing I'll say on like the foundation note and stuff is I actually talked to, uh, I got a phone call on Friday um, from major Joseph's dad, just, Calling to say thank you for what we've done for Aaron um, and their family and stuff. And we just bullshit it for a couple of minutes, too. Talked about getting married in like, you know, one of his favorite spots in California and everything. And I was like crying afterwards because it was like a really fuck. <clears throat> it's a special thing, you know, that you were able to have that kind of an impact on somebody's life when they're going through a really shitty situation like that. And it's been almost a year and, you know, he still recognized that we've we were helpful and that we're continuing to stay involved and, you know, it was just, it meant a lot to be able to like have somebody, we get nice emails every once in a while too, but like to have a phone call from the father of one of the guys is like, that's what it's all about. So.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a huge deal. And I think that this particular forum being the podcast kind of just helps tie in that community just even more because so many people know the ready room, or they might know a picture of you or a picture that Brett, well, Brett doesn't really post pictures all that often, but they know, you know, know him from the bro Italian page or they know that I don't
2: want to scare anyone, but yeah,
0: (laughs) but nonetheless, like it, I think it helps tie the community in more because they realize that, Hey, there are people out here who, who are actually trying to make this community what it's supposed to be. Because overall, I think, we historically in army aviation we were really really good at that and then it went away and we're trying to trying to bring you know that back together um before we wrap up today's whole short episode i do want to go ahead you actually mentioned it earlier brett um no question goes unanswered and there was a question i i posted up in the ready room um the other day and just kind of threw some stuff out there uh for ideas for whole short episodes, even though we've got a few lined up. But the question I got on there, um, and I'm, the person who posted it knows they posted it, he asked about the 160th pipeline. And I just want to acknowledge him. Um, there is no per se pipeline for the 160th. To, to give you a, a very short answer, if you want to get there, you go, you know, you, if you're enlisted, you apply to become a warrant officer. If you're not, you go through street to seat or you go become an RLO or, you know, Lieutenant, you go through flight school. You can, you can put in a packet while you're in flight school and you can potentially get selected. That's very, very, very rare. I don't personally know anybody that's been through that or, you know, no. gone that way. I know it exists. Most of the time you go out to a unit for a couple of years, then you put in a packet, you get picked up, you go to an assessment that's, you know, a couple of days long. And then if you get accepted, then you go through their training program. However, the, nobody who's gone through that program will, I i, I can assure you, they're not going to come on our podcast and talk about it. They're probably not going to post it out, uh, post it on the internet, um, mostly because it puts both them at risk, the people who they're working with at risk, and they sign a non-disclosure agreement. It's the biggest thing that the, you know they can't talk about the ins and outs of their training. Otherwise, you know, they kind of would take away from the whole purpose of what they're trying to do. So nonetheless, I just want to acknowledge I acknowledge that you asked that. Um, if you know somebody in the 160th, reach out and talk to them. They they might give you some answers over the phone, but probably not over over the internet. Do a Google search. You'll probably find some stuff on Google with that one, but we don't want to ignore your question. Um, other things that we want to talk about on Hold Short, were. <laughs> I put it out to them. I don't know if Spencer and Brett really want to talk about it, but I want to fucking talk about SpaceX because they're sending trash cans into space, like really big trash cans. They're water heaters, to, yeah, <laughs> water heaters. Elon Musk is doing some crazy shit, and I think that it would be a phenomenal episode. So many people know that, you know, they sent the two dudes and their thir- the first commercial company to. Send guys up to space and have a success, or the International Space Station have a successful return
1: and live stream that shit too. That was fucking yeah. high and tea and fucking
0: live streaming. It was <laughs> Sitting so there watching legit. it,
1: drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, so so legit. But there's they're doing way more than that, and we're gonna get into that probably on one of our next hold short episodes. But we also have some really awesome guests on the way. We appreciate you guys stopping by. We're gonna try to get these hold short episodes probably one a week because why not? But we do appreciate you guys stopping by and we'll catch you guys next time.